Hi, I'm Bran. I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. And I'm Justin, and I'm specifically here for Dolly Parton. And (laughs) And this this is is the Deck the Hallmark Hallmark Podcast. It's the day people have been asking for. Yeah, it it's is. the day that the 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 social media world has been quaking, clamoring, clamoring for. That's, That's right. the word. Yeah. Now, been, Justin got so mad at us. He was like, "I'm never doing your show again." And then he heard Dolly Parton was going to be on, and he was like, "All's forgiven." Am yeah. I right, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Justin, we got to see you uh, in July in New York at our live show. You moderated it. You did a great job. What are we like in real life? Are we? Are we? Did we live up to expectations for you? Uh, middling, um, <laughs> mediocre, unprofessional. Mm-hmm. No, I was so excited. I was, um, honestly, I feel like I'm overdue for another visit. So whenever you guys hop back up here, well. Uh, it's see funny it. you say that, Justin. See you tonight. Because we'll be there tonight. <laughs> I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to find you guys at some point tomorrow. I think. Yeah. yeah. We'll uh, we'll 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 chat. Um, but I like that. We're we're hanging out, and it's going to be big hanging fun. Out. Uh, we're talking about Dolly Wood today. I can't wait to to hear Justin's thoughts on it. Um, but before we do, a couple of things. The Patreon community is just blowing up. I mean, come on, it's pa- out of control. Patreon.com. You might have to cut it off. We're going to have to just. Calm it down a bit. It's a lot of fun. Um, We're getting five to ten new members every week, and it's 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 just the the club is getting crowded. I think that is why the hashtag blessed was created. That's right. Is for yep. situations like that's this. right. We yeah. are hashtag blessed. Yeah. If you want to be a part of the cool kids club, you want to be a part of that amazing internet community and get a sticker, get a Christmas card from the boys. Although at this point, if you join, it'll be next year because we already ordered the Christmas cards. It's a whole thing. Um, Come on down and join the Patreon account with the Deck the Hallmark Boys. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, leave a review. It helps communities and schools. Whether you love brands screaming or you hate it, leave a review. Because Within 24 hours, we, got we have had reviews. one review that says they hate my screaming, which, get out of here! Yeah. Uh, and then one review that loves my screaming, That's right. which... Come on in. That's right. Um, no, and, I say both. Yeah. I say you love it, hate it. That's what makes the it world go round. We are, ourselves are divided over the screaming. That's right. I'm divided. Guys, I don't think you understand. I'm divided. I'm like I don't like listening to myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm exhausted listening to me, so mm-hmm. I get it. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to listen to myself talk all day long. And mm-hmm. I'm by the end of it, Boy, I'm just, just like, just shut it down. Uh, Justin, how's your holiday season going so far? It's wonderful. I... Um, Got a tree this past weekend. It's about it was the tallest tree I've ever had. Mm. Um, and yeah, I don't leave my apartment now. I just sit here to hang out with it. I love it. That's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> it's so are great. you missing? Are you missing uh, East Tennessee yet? Are you ready to be be home? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't find certain certain like Christmas foods up here. Okay. I need um. What are they? I need Buckeyes. Um, mm-hmm wherever I can find them. And I, oh, they're man. just not around here. I'm ready. I'm ready to bounce. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's more than fair. Now, when you were watching the movie and some of the scenes shot in Canada, you were you like, yeah, that's home. Yeah, of course. hundred <laughs> percent. 
I, was this was this whole movie uh, shot at Dollywood? It was no two days at Dollywood. Everything else was in Canada. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. a downer. Um, we are talking about Dollywood today. Christmas at Dollywood originally aired on December seventh, two thousand nineteen, and it went a little something like this: Rachel is a pretty big deal in New York City. She, uh, what I gathered later was she's an event planner, but what I wrote down here is she hangs out with models. I guess she does event planning. That's her main (laughs) job. Um, her boss is giving her the holidays off, but, uh, but wants, uh, wants her to know that, listen, next year's going to be a big year for you. It's going to be very exciting. She, uh, Rachel does find out though about this potential job down at, uh, in Tennessee, this Christmas extravaganza at Dollywood. And she's like, I'm going to go down there home that's where home is i'm going to go home and i'm going to uh, uh, uh try to get this job to plan this extravaganza at dollywood and so she goes there and uh we meet luke luke is uh has been working at dollywood for 20 years He's still hoping for that general manager promotion. Maybe this year's the big year, buddy. Uh, she heads to Dollywood to interview for the job. She bumps into Luke and immediately starts telling him everything that is wrong with the decorations so far for the party. Uh, Luke is hoping that when he becomes GM, he can just run the party by himself, you know, like all general managers do. The board decides, though, to partner Luke and Rachel together to help plan the party in six days. So they start planning and their button heads, and she starts bossing him around. He starts to push back. Uh, they apologize. They agree. You know what? We need to work together if we want this to be the best party ever. And so they decide we're going to do this together. Uh, they start to hang out. They do fun things together like baking and trying on ugly Christmas sweaters. They even go line dancing, which leads to slow dancing and talking about life. They almost kiss, uh, and she invites him in to help read a story to her daughter, Ava. Speaking of stories, Rachel actually wants to be a author, and she's working on a book of stories that she has told to her daughter, Ava, over the years. She gets a call from her boss back in New York City asking if she wants to become her partner in the company next year. Basically, she's going to be running the company when she returns back to New York City. She's pumped. So there's this LED Christmas tree <laughs> that cle- that keeps glitching, and they're trying to fix it. They think it's fixed. It's broken. They, they think it's fixed. It's broken. The tech guy promises it's going to work. Luke gets bad news, or he thinks. He's not going to get that general manager job. He sees uh, them giving the job to somebody else. He tells Rachel that he's been thinking about what he should do next, and I'm going to take a job in Atlanta. At the Wild West Adventure Park. You know the one. Yeah. In Atlanta? In Atlanta. Uh, Is it called Six Flags? No, no, no. no. It's Wild West. (laughs) Wild West. Um, So she's like, great. Good news. Uh, I'm going to go back to New York City. I got a promotion. I'm going to run this uh, company. And they're uh, talking. And guess who we see? Dolly Parton and Rachel is very excited. Um, the show starts, the big Christmas show. The music starts, and guess what happens? The tree starts glitching again. And Luke is like, We gotta fix this tree before the people show up and see this tree glitching. Um, and so Dolly is watching. Everybody's disappointed in the tree. But one little shake of the master boot drive, and the tree turns on, and it's magical. 
uh, seeing the tree, Rachel is like, this is home. She tells her family uh, that she's going to stay in Tennessee. Rachel keeps trying to get a hold of Luke to tell him that she's going to stay. Rachel's sitting there, sad that she can't talk to Luke. Guess who pops out of a Christmas tree? Dolly. Dolly's there to give some advice and tells Rachel that Luke did get that general manager position. And she whips out this special cell phone that allows her to know exactly where Luke is at all times. Rachel goes to find Luke and he uh, to tell him that he got the job. And he's like, what? That's crazy. And then she's like, I'm also going to stay here uh, because I love this place. They kiss and the Dolly lights twinkle. Flash forward one year later. It's it's Christmas. They're opening presents. Rachel gets a gift from Dolly Parton. It's her newly published book with a note saying that her book is going to be in Dolly's Imagination Library. They kiss again. And that, my friends, was Christmas, Christmas at Dollywood. We did it. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Man. What a fun one. What a fun a one. A lot there. There is a lot there. Guys, I don't know if you know this or not, but we have four segments to talk about this movie. Uh, to help us break it down, mm. to get underneath and look and make sure that it all looks good. No glitches. We're no pretty glitches. Much the, we're pretty much the mechanics of Hallmark we're the, movies. We're the Hallmark movie master boot drive. We are. You give us a good shake and the movie stops glitching. That's right. Um, Panda, we always start with the hot take. You share the hottest of the takes. Mm. I do. Um, I I'm going to shake your boot drive, ask you, what did you think about this movie? Uh. This movie's only an okay for me, uh, and I've got to be honest with you, I'm a little disappointed with it. Oh. Uh, I was really excited, first of all, because it's kind of close to us, this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's a, I, three, I think, less than three hours up the road. Yeah, n not far at all. Uh, I've been to Dollywood, uh, and so it's Have always you? kind of fun to take a look at it. Well, the Dream Resort, which I is mean, super great. You've, I've ne you've never heard you talk about it. I love it. it. It's super fantastic. Uh, but I got to be honest with you, overall, a little disappointing. <laughs> you talk about the Dream Resort like everyone talks about the plaza. Yeah, it's that good. <laughs> yeah. uh, you guys haven't seen beauty until you've seen the Dollywood Resort. Uh <laughs> This episode ironically sponsored. No, 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 it's not, not, not sponsored. That's okay. just you um, loving the Dollywood. No, I, I, I like this movie, uh, but I was disappointed. I, I felt like the plot itself is a little slow. Uh, movie felt longer than I, I, I think a normal Hallmark movie typically feels to me. Uh, but to me, all is redeemed with Dolly Parton. Justin, no one loves Dolly more than you. She's the background of your phone. She is the uh, compass by which you your life is guided. And so sure. I'm very excited to hear what you think about this movie. What did you think of this film? Well, first, I would like to start um, by saying that Panda has hurt me in the following ways. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, um, <clears throat> no, I'm, I'm conflicted because while, excuse me, <clears throat> While I do believe this movie is high art, um, <laughs> it was also not good. Because yeah. um, it, it took a long it took a long time to get to some really questionable decisions. Um, <laughs> but I will I will go back to say that all was redeemed um, every time that Dolly showed up, specifically when Dolly popped out of that Christmas tree at the end. Um, so yeah, did you did you spend a lot of time going to Dollywood as a child? Oh, like 
five or six times a year. Like wow. lights, lights go off at the house. Fine. Do we have our season pass to Dollywood? Yes. <laughs> I love it. Did you You're ever fine. go for a Christmas celebration at Dollywood? Oh yeah. And I, I, it still is like one of those things, you know, like whether you want it to or not, you show up or you do something or you see something and you cry expose me to 8 million Christmas lights yeah. in the Dolly Parton theme park. And I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I oh, think we it. can all agree. The movie needed more Dolly. Mm-hmm. Every scene that Dolly was in was an absolute delight. Um, I do agree with the thoughts that are, have been shared so far. Um, you echo those. I echo those thoughts. Um, it it had all the elements of a fantastic film and it just took too long to get there. The last 20 minutes is a, is a, is just a roller coaster of fun mm-hmm. uh, and poor decisions. Uh, but um, the, the first hour just didn't quite get it. Um, I also didn't think that um, that Danica and Niall, Neil, whatever, had the best of the chemistries. Um, I did appreciate him acting. He did a little Southern accent every once in a while, which was fun, not too forced. Um, and, you know, Danica's charming and she's always fun um, on, on the screen in these Hallmark movies, but just not enough there to bring it home. Still had a blast. The last 20 minutes, again, couldn't have been more fun, but just not enough to bring it home for Brand. I would not say I have blast. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I would the the term that I would use is I was bored into complacency. Like I was so bored that I just was like, whatever. Like at the end of the day, it's it's such a bad movie. But you had, like you said, like Dolly Parton is such a magnetic figure just in life. Like she is just larger than life. And so you got Dolly Parton, you got Dollywood in East Tennessee, which is not a normal setting for a Hallmark Christmas movie. You've got Danica McKellar, who is a Hallmark queen and and is one of the top. I mean, Knives Out had a joke about her this weekend at the box office. So, like, she's a big deal. And it's like they did not bother to make a movie. Like, it was just like like Jackie Chan in his prime, like, would build the stunts and then just write a movie around it. And the movie was, that's what this movie was. I feel this way, <laughs> uh, uh, the way that I feel about the Steve Carell SNL. They heard Steve was coming to yeah. SNL. They didn't write anything. No. And so it just wasn't that good. They yeah. knew that Danica and Dollar were going to be in a movie together. They just didn't write anything good yeah. to I, go along with. I, I really did. Like, the movie's very bad. Like, it is It is very, very bad. And it and not just standard Hallmark bad. Like, it's, it is it is the first hour of this movie are, are up there in the pantheon of bad. And I think in the last 20 or so minutes, you get two Dolly Parton scenes. And in those scenes, I mean, like, I just feel like, and and either she is committed to a 60-year ruse or Dolly Parton is one of the nicest people on the planet. And I don't I don't know which it is and I'm not necessarily more impressed with one or the other, but she she is just like she comes off beaming and that nice and you know they 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 put all their eggs in that basket <laughs> to say the least. Um yeah, it, it's also weird that you know, we've been, to, I've been to Pigeon Forge growing up. I went to Pigeon Forge once a year, at least in, in, in the Greenville Spartanburg area, we would take the drive up there and it's, it's like Myrtle beach without the beach. It's, it is rednecks paradise. I mean, people come from all over to, to do redneck things. And, and, and Dollywood is the nicest part of the, I mean, like you could tell none of the scenes in this movie outside of Dollywood were, they clearly weren't filmed in Pigeon Forge because of all like, you know, 
the clean air and no tank tops. Like you could see, you could see <laughs> where the pancake house is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. You get it. Thank you. Exactly. Like if you stay on the strip in Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, you'll know that this movie wasn't filmed there. Um, <laughs> but like going back there and I was going to make a joke about there's never snow, but they're calling for an inch of snow in Pigeon Forge tonight. I don't know if you know that, Justin. So oh, like it, it's one of those things where it clearly wasn't filmed there. You know, Danica McKellar's parents have never seen a Southern accent. Like they're not even <laughs> near one. So not, none of it rings true. All of it's really bad. Dolly Parton tries her best to save the day and comes up short, even though she's still Dolly Parton. I want to make sure I'm clear on that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, it's time for all the feels. We did uh, carve out, I believe, 45 minutes for, for Justin, Justin. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. In the feels. And so I will let you take it away. Um, and then just know that you've got it. We, we do have a timer going. Um, so 40, 45 <laughs> minutes, we got to cut you off. But go ahead. What gave you feels in this movie? Welcome to my TED Talk. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I made a list of every recognizable Dollywood thing that was mentioned or referenced, which I guess is just all of my feels in one. Um, I want to ride the Tennessee tornado. I want to see a of show at show street palace theater i miss my childhood yeah. so this whole film was up all the feels for me because it was just i don't know it's just like remembering a piece of childhood also i desperately need a pep talk from dolly parton <laughs> on the show street palace theater stage with just like just a random bench sitting in the middle of yep. nowhere i'd <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm here for it. I don't I don't even question it. Um they played Justin, they played a couple of Dolly Christmas Carol uh covers in the background during the yeah. during the movie. Is there one that sticks out to you in the movie or do you have a favorite Dolly Parton Christmas Carol that you wish they played? I as a journalist am a very <laughs> professional person. Yeah. Um but I'm not going to lie and say that I didn't stand up on my couch when Hard Candy Christmas started playing <laughs> was absolutely cut off too soon. But it was. It was. After the first Hard anybody, Candy Christmas, they cut it. If anybody knows a thing about drinking too much and contemplating dyeing their hair on Christmas, it's me. So <laughs> that one that one cut deep. Um, I'm not sure if it was good feels or what, but it was it was a lot of them. Yeah, um, the 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 scene at the end where they're showing the show, it looked as if they were just filming a show that was happening at Dolly, Dollywood. Is like the guy, and there's the sleigh, and he's going around Doing the circle, saying show, singing show tunes. Was is that something that you'd see at, at a traditional Dolly Christmas party? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Because people just come out of the come out of the woodwork. One of my biggest fears, if we can get really personal, is going to a musical or seeing a show where people come into the audience. Because oh, yeah. like, I didn't I didn't show up to be your show. That's I right. came up to see one. And as much as I love Dollywood, that happens a lot where people just kind of come out of nowhere wearing a vest with no jacket, and they're just. <laughs> happy that you're drinking cider um so i was to use to use the terminology i was a bit triggered um but yeah nobody uh, is dollywood at, dollywood at christmas is a free for all man yeah nobody is happier that the flash mob uh phenomenon is over more than you that's just yeah. a terrifying thought yeah 
one one more all the feels i feel like this ended up going way more negative than i thought like i've got to address some stuff but those dancing candy canes at the end a lot of fear <laughs> I have a lot of fear for those candy I feel games. that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Panda? Uh, just Dolly Parton. Yeah. Uh, she steps on, and I was smiling the whole time. <laughs> Every scene. Just, that's it. Um, yeah. The, uh, so I've, uh, I've actually never been to Dolly World. Dollywood. Dollywood. Dollywood's no, um, uh, a combination of Dollywood and Wally's World from yeah. the vacation. <laughs> but I have yeah. been to Disney a lot growing up because I grew up 30 minutes from Disney World and went there a lot at Christmas time. And there's just something about amusement parks at Christmas time that just like makes you happy. It's just over the top Christmassy. There was a lot of really cool decorations that they showed. And I did as, as, as much fun as we're going to have with the tech problems with the Christmas tree, mm-hmm. it's a cool Christmas tree with the different oh, designs in it. It's really neat. And so uh, I'm a big fan of amusement parks at Christmas. I don't really care about them any other time of the year, but I love the Christmas lights. I love the Christmas shows. Um, so so big big feels for Bran going back to childhood and Disney. Yeah. It's nice to see Dolly Parton. I, I don't. I mean, I would have still would have preferred not to watch the movie. It wasn't worth it. I, I I think for me, the only thing is, is I did want to see that tree in person. That was the thing for me is I want to see the tree and the, the gajillion lights on the tree live and in person. I, that, that did in fact work when it was, when the tree was working, it was working for me too. Justin, have you seen that tree before? I don't, I don't think I've seen that tree. I've seen very large lit trees at Dollywood, but I don't think that one specifically. Trees wild. Mm. It's not real. Is that what that means? It's not real. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it is. That's disappointing. Uh, it's time for the Wait What part of the show. It is when we talk about what this movie made us go, wait, what? Panda, did you have any? Uh, nah. I, I have a few. Okay. Uh, first of all, I, I just feel like this is a movie where no one's doing their job well, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the board members are not doing their job well. So it's well. a Hallmark movie. <laughs> yeah, but it's more, more egregious than normal, actually, I would feel like. You have the biggest party of the year, uh, the biggest one. And guess what? You only have six days to plan it. Uh, and or, then, or eight or 10 or eight or 10. On- we can't figure out a timeline, which leads to my second, wait, what after just a few days, they're already saying, Hey, we've been there for five days working together. Uh, and that would mean that the party's the very next day. Lo and behold, it's not the next day. The next day. day they said they have two more days. Right. And then it goes on at least another three or four from there. I don't understand. I it, have no idea. Yeah, it's an interminable amount of time in East Tennessee. Yeah. I <laughs> I also want to know what dance did Danica show up to at the, the country line dancing thing? Because she's she's doing some moves that no one else in that line dance are doing. I think she's adding her own little stance. She did add a little, a little something to she it. She had a little shimmy. That's right. She's shimmy. doing the line dance. She's just adding her own little That's thing. The, it's, the, it's the Winnie it's Cooper. Danica Sparkle. Yeah. <laughs> she sparkles a lot. Uh, she also trips sideways into his arms, which I've never seen before <laughs> yeah, in any bit. movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But otherwise, guys, listen. Not a lot. Wait, what? Wow. <sighs> okay. Justin, There's nothing. It's great. Do you have any? I Mine are mostly Dollywood related. Yeah. Um, and it, it comes from, I, I guess I want to go back real quick and say that I'm sending a cease and desist to Hallmark because this really follows way too much of my life. I used to do event planning. I used to do event planning. Now I do writing. Live in New York. Love me some Dollywood. If you're going to cater something at Dollywood, my first wait what 
is why are you sleeping on the cinnamon bread at the grist mill? Mm. That really strange onion pepper sausage combination that you can get as you're leaving show street. Aunt <laughs> Granny's in its entirety. Like yeah. you are leaving money on the table. Yeah. I don't I didn't really understand that. Um legitimately concerned about that Christmas tree at the end as a fire hazard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I I mean I say this with love coming from East Tennessee, identifying as 50% of one. That's a real redneck move to be like, lots don't work. Shake it. We'll leave it. (laughs) Absolutely not. You're going to catch something on fire. More than a few relatives. You've done it. You just, you can't. And then um, I think the other one is more on a professional standpoint you can you can event plan anywhere and yeah there's going to be like a wealth of events in new york but if you're looking to make the transition out of event planning and into writing and you're like i'll go to pigeon forge <laughs> it's not the logical step and i res- i respect her game game respects game but I so, think that it probably would have been better if she had buckled down, hung out in New York, made a couple of contacts, and then been like, cool, now I'm going to Pigeon Forge. So Pigeon Forge is not a hotbed of, of like national writers, is what you're saying. I mean, does like R.L. Stein and J.K. Rowling live there and eat the <laughs> Pancake House? Maybe, but <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Mm. Do you have any more? Um, you know, I Justin, know. Justin is from East Tennessee cause he called her Rowling. Yeah. <laughs> that's JK. That's JK. <laughs> Rowling. Rowling. <laughs> that's the Rowling. That's that Rowling girl. You know that Rowling. Ah. She wrote them wizard book. Them witches. Um, the only other one was that when Dolly was like, you need to go and tell him that he got the job. Hey, I love Dolly delegating, but, um, she left and took off running. And I have actually, as quite a rotund child, made that run from Show Street all the way up to where Glacier Ridge is set, which is right next to Thunderhead. Because I, I recognize it as they zoomed out. That is a solid 15-minute walk, 10-minute run. Wow. And unless Danica is, like, doing double time on her Peloton, <laughs> I don't... Uh. I don't think that she could have made that run in heels without being totally winded at the end. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. No, no, no. You did great. You did great. Not even sweating. Um, I do have a few. Um, so the they meet at the beginning. They go into this tent, and she's like, this is wrong. This is wrong. And then they're both going to go to the office to, to interview. She leaves. She walks out. Homeboy sticks behind to tell them hey we got to get big tables and yet somehow he beats her to the office that's right which it again is wild it might be like an underground tunnel situation she went to the peloton bike she, for a little bit. That's, that's, right. that's right she had to get a workout in. um there is a cable station mentioned in this movie called a uh, country cable i believe is the name of the station and they have a news show 
a new, yeah, like a, a new show. That's where I get my hard hitting news. <laughs> I'm just, I did. Uh, how often is it running? Is what I want to people know. that think Fox News, Fox News is too mainstream. I'm going to go country cable. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't listen to him, Fox News. Shep's a liar. <laughs> oh, I get, only get it from country cable. <laughs> They're not wearing boots. Not listening. Um, uh, I have a lot of questions uh, about the. Uh, I, I'm going to call it a whiteboard, but it's transparent, yeah, right? Clear. So they do have this this shot, which is a nice shot. You're shooting through the transparent whiteboard. Envision with me if you haven't seen the movie. There's a transparent whiteboard um, shooting through it, so you can see her writing. The writing is backwards, which it should be. But for some reason, there are you can see the pictures, right? She has a bunch of pictures posted on this board. For some reason, you can see them, which means either for some reason they printed double-sided, which yep. it seems like a waste of ink, or two, they have uh, they put the papers on the other side of the board, which also doesn't make any sense. And so I'm just curious as to how it happened, what happened there, yeah, and, and why. Yeah, a bit of sense. Um, and then, and this is just a little thing, but this is the 30th year anniversary, mm -hmm. this party. Dolly is giving a speech, and she says 30-plus years of Dollywood. And I, is it 30, or is it 30-plus, Dolly? Because you can't have both. Oh, boy. It's either 30 years or oh. it's 30-plus years. Look at Justin. This is just... And it's not on her, Justin. I'm not saying it's her fault. So, Justin, do you think Dolly's a liar? <laughs> no, I think Brain is a liar. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, Dan? Yeah, um, this is the worst board of directors of all time. Um, <laughs> none of them talk uh, because I believe if they talk, then the Screen Actors Guild has to pay them. <laughs> and so they sit quietly uh, and just stare um, and then they have a second meeting where they do the same thing, and I don't understand that. But I will say this. They are better as a board of directors than Danica McKellar is as a parent because she is an, <laughs> an, she's an absentee mother that in this movie. Girl. She literally yeah. drops her orphan child off at her parents' house to plan a Dollywood party and, and writes about her but never sees her, no. like doesn't bother to include her in anything. Um and the guy she's with now, I think, supports that vision of, of <laughs> not being around your child from sunup to sundown. And that's bothersome, I would say. Um, I, I also, also like her. What's her nanny sitch in, back in New York? Yeah. She was working all the time. Nanny's in or New York Or maybe she spends cheap. so much time with her daughter during the regular just year that she's like, now, you know this, honey, over Christmas, I'm not going to see I'm you. I'm not going to see you. <laughs> it's a tradition. Yeah. Um, I, I also have questions about the catering of the event, uh, Justin. Mine were not specific to the brands they could have brought in, but I'm glad to get that local perspective. Mine is just as a Southern boy from Greenville, South Carolina. I did not grow up in Tennessee, and every Southern state is its own Southern entity. But I will tell you this. Um, the food is not outside the box if you're making pulled pork and tomato pie. It is not outside the box. Let us just be very clear about this. If you are serving in East Tennessee pulled pork, tomato pie, nobody's going, man, you took a real risk there. You can almost <laughs> guarantee to find that inside of the box. Right? <laughs> like, that's not, like, that would not be considered outside the box. If they're like, hey, we, we're doing salad as the main course. Now, those are fighting words. Like, yeah. Now, would, your, <laughs> would your family blink an eye at pulled pork? No, I, I mean, it would be it'd be more on brand if it were like pulled deer. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
venison. And pulled pork. That's that city stuff. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's Dollywood stuff. You that's were in the- Real Pigeon Forge is where you were. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing it the right way. Smoke venison and moonshine, y'all. There it is. <laughs> um, or just just Zaxby's. Cater the whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. If that you don't have a close. Zaxby's. Like, all you people out there listening that don't have Zaxby's and you think, like, Raisin Cane's is good chicken, like... Just, just stop yourself right now. Like you're embarrassing yourself. Zaxby's is the real chicken finger. I'm just telling you right it's now. It's true. I, I'm, I live most. I lived in Florida, which is not the South. It's a confused no, state. Uh, somehow made its way down there, but right. it's not the South. And I went most of my life without having Zaxby's or Bojangles. Oh, Bojangles. And I don't. Oh. I, and it's my. This mm. is why people ask why you never going back to Florida. That's right. It's the Zaxby's. When I lived in, in the St. Bojangles. Louis, Missouri, I missed. Bojangles Ugh. so so much just the Cajun filet biscuits so good like that you if you're not starting your morning off with 1200 calories and a biscuit right. you're not you're just not doing <laughs> you're it. doing I, it wrong I don't know what to tell you and really Zaxby's is about the Zach sauce I want to be very yeah. clear you can bathe in the Zach sauce um this line is said in the movie and I know what Luke means but when he says it it sounds like he's lazy he says both of my parents they work so hard and I am the one that wants to stop that <laughs> And, and I, I think what he means is, is that he wants to give his parents a break. But what it sounds like is, like, I don't want to work hard. Like, I just don't want to do it. And I think that is important. I um, want to stop the line of that's that right. wonderful tradition of hardworking people. That's a genetic thing. We all work hard. And I'm going to be like, no. No. Absolutely not. Um, Danica also has a line, and I think trying to be Southern gets the best of her. She says, you want to come in and help? And he says, uh, will there will there be Yule Log there? And she goes, I think we can round some up. And rounding up is a mathematical term. Uh, you can you can rustle some up. You can wrangle some up. You can find some. You're not rounding up. Like, you're not rounding. I've heard that before. I've never heard it. You've never fact, heard yeah, round you, them you up? you got to round I, them in up. In fact, I thought maybe that I miss. Maybe I've never. Maybe it is a thing, and I looked it up. Couldn't find it as a phrase unless it was mathematical. You got to round them up. You gotta round it up. Now you can round yeah. up the cattle, but yeah. I've never heard round some up. At Justin, I mean, I, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> round them up is yeah. a thing. I think it checks out. I think, so? think it checks. Okay. I think it checks. Um, I do have a question about the master boot drive. Um, and it's not the fact that no one thought to check the master boot drive, which I think is the dumbest thing in the world. It's that this tree has its own master boot drive because all the other lights are working fine. So are we to say that this tree has its own separate master boot drive? Is everybody on board with that? I think that this is the only one that needs a master boot drive. And the other lights are plug checked? and play. If it's literally a one absolutely, for one. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you the need other to lights do. are plug and play. This is the only one that's synchronized to show pictures. You need a master boot drive. You can't just plug that sucker up. You need a master boot drive. What? Guys, a little behind the scenes information, the master boot drive that keeps the tree lit is actually just four really long extension cords connected to <laughs> And they're all plugged into one and then that is plugged into one outlet, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no way that could cause Jiggle it. Jiggle yeah. it. They're not even Jiggle yeah. it. It'll work. <laughs> there's not even any surge protectors available. No. It's just full right into the wall. Uh, and lastly, I'm not here to talk bad about Dolly Parton. She is wonderful. I wish that they had allowed Dolly Parton to say some things she doesn't always say. <laughs> so, like, everything she says in this movie is, it's like I always say, and then it's a phrase. Like, could we give her just some dialogue? I think she'd have been fun with some actual dialogue. Do you think she's achieved the point in her career where she actually doesn't say anything new? It's just 
Yeah. And if she's achieved that, then she definitely does not have to say, it's like I always say beforehand. She can just say it. It's hers. It's a dollyism. My dream in life is to get to the point to where I can just speak in sayings. It's just it's yeah. just one of those things that I hope that I get to that point. I'm getting closer to that. You are getting yeah. closer. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Dare to dream. Dare to dream. Uh, it's time for what the Hallmark is part of the show. We wonder what could have been. Maybe happened. That'll give some clarity to the things that we still want to know. Uh, Panda? Uh, at one point, uh, Danica's dad in the movie says, uh, you can never send too many letters to Santa. Um, <laughs> I don't know. And I, <clears throat> I want to know... I feel like that's debatable, uh, and I want to know, is it possible to, in fact, send too many letters to Santa? And if so, what is that number? I think that number is 365. So one a day. One a you day. You think that's too many? Or you think no, no, no. I think, I think one a day is, oh, is acceptable. Any more, it gets a little worrisome. So if you're sending multiple. If you're sending multiple letters a day. Yeah. So you can do one a day. Though. I'm not advising you to do one a day. I'm just saying I think that is that's fair. Yeah, that's weird. That's fair. I don't know. I think it's like five. I think five is the number. Five total. Total. Wait for your whole life. No, for a, a year. year. For a, a year. year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five a year is a max for me. Justin, do you have thoughts? I, I like the idea of Santa just getting like three letters from a kid, and being like, "You're obsessed with me." That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just like cutting it off. Calm. Automatic knock. I know you're nice, but this is. This is voidable. That's void. Yeah, yeah, You're not right. You can be nice and weird. That's right. I, I think it depends on postage. Uh, <laughs> if my family was big on the postage, like you didn't want to waste letters. Uh, so I think you get one shot at it. One, one opportunity. Yeah. To give one letter to Santa. <laughs> yeah. To hope to get everything you ever wanted. You wanted. One moment. To capture it or just let it Let's slip. slip. Yeah. So you better lose yourself <laughs> in this letter, you know? If you ever write it. Yeah. Want to go. Yeah. Palms are sweaty. That's right. So my what the hallmark is uh, we have uh, miscommunication all the time in these movies where the guy sees the girl holding hands with another guy and thinks it's it's over. Or the girl sees the guy talking to another girl. And it's very dumb. Um, But it's a hard stretch for me to believe that that happens with the general manager position you've been waiting for for 20 years. Because basically, I I just want to know what Luke did to confirm that someone else had been hired as the GM before reaching that conclusion. What, what steps did he take? Who did he contact? Did he send an email? Did he talk to the chairman of the board or did he just see the board from a distance walking with another candidate and go, that's it. Years dreams are ruined. I want to know the research (laughs) that he did because I don't believe he did nearly enough to come to that conclusion because it was, it's wild that he could think that his position was taken and it wasn't without someone explicitly saying the position has been filled. Sure. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, Luke at one point says that he broke his collarbone at 16 riding a bike. Yeah. Just want to know what happened. That seems yeah. like a, a quite the nasty fall. Was he, uh, you know, X Games were a big deal in the 90s. Uh, so maybe he was inspired. To I go bet it was out. a kid who shoved a stick in his spokes. Yeah. I was thinking like it was a Pennywise thing. Hit, hit, the, hit the killer clown situation. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 I get it. Uh, Justin? Um, I have a couple. I've, I've watched this film twice, um, but I didn't, I didn't pick up any of Ava's adventures. What are the adventures? Where does she go? 
uh, and candy, considering candy. And, and how does how does uh, mom know? Yeah, I think the biggest <laughs> never winner. The biggest crime of this movie is thinking that your children's bedtime story would make a good book. I think that is going to inspire so many people across this country to pursue a dream that's not there and waste a lot of money because it's just not how it works. Like we see her tell her kid a half bedtime story and it's like, yeah, I could write a full series on this. Yeah. What are you doing? Too too many children's authors in the end already. You just, you need to go. I will say the Um, amount of times that I've read a, a, a book for my kid at night and just been like, How'd this get through? Yeah, that's like true. there's so many bad, <laughs> like it's just bad stories and just weird. I don't know how the 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 what is the 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 the, the moon book with the little lady and the and the and the mush and good night moon, good night moon. What's going on? Harry in that Potter. Book? No, well, yeah. Oh, it's but, one of them Rowling books. Yeah, one of those Rowling books. <laughs> no, good night moon. What's happening in that book? Why is it so beloved? I hate that book. It mm. makes me feel uncomfortable. Why? It makes me feel uncomfortable. Wow. Are we doing this right now? Yeah. Just read it. Okay. It's weird. I've read it. It's Multiple weird. times. It's fine. Pretty fine. No, it's bad. We'll but, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we will. Good, good night, nobody. The other, the other question I had is, was it just kind of a slip, or does Danica McKellar's mom just routinely work in Dolly songs into ca- or casual conversation? Because she said, maybe you should start thinking of something a little more. Nine, Nine to, to five. five. Oh, my gosh. It was so And dumb. I was... I was waiting for like her to be in the kitchen and Danica to walk in and her to go, oh, here you come again. Or <laughs> she sees somebody she, like, Jolene. welcome back to the Tennessee mountain home. Yeah. Jolene. Or my friend your Jolene. dad cheated on me with Jolene. Yeah. There it is. yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know, was that just a slip up or is that something that she routinely does? Cause I can get in on that game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think you'd be tough to beat in that game. That's true. It would, you would be tough to beat. I'm an Eagle when I fly. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I love that. I'm an eagle when I fly. That's right. Um, we did it, guys. We did it. We did yeah. it. Um, Justin, uh, a lot of people are asking, how can I listen to you talk more about Dolly? And we have exciting we, news. We've got exciting news. we got exciting news. Coming next year. Next year. To the Bramble Jam Podcast Network. Justin, you're getting your own podcast. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell, tell, tell everybody, tell everybody, tell everybody about it. So um, we were chatting. I spent way too much time thinking, discussing, talking about Dolly Parton to the point where nobody else wants to talk to me about it in my life. So I'm going to make other people listen to it. Um, she has 50 studio albums. Um, she has a career that's 50 plus years. So we're going to take a whole year to discuss it um, in a little podcast that I believe will be named my year with Dolly. Um, mm. So yeah, we're going to dive in and um, do some short episodes each week and go over each album. So there's, there's homework involved, but it's really good music. It's good. Homework. Could not it. be more excited. That's going to be Justin fun. Kirkland talk through uh, Dolly Parton's discography. That's big fun. Super excited. Big fun. Stay tuned uh, for, for more of that. And Justin, how can people find you on the, on the socials? Right now, you can find me um, anywhere if you type in Justin Kirkland for um, consistently fourth place. That's so. right. <laughs> there you go. It is a vital Twitter follow, guys. If you want, he's fun. Good, good times. Justin Kirkland is the Twitter follow, and Esquire still publishes your stuff. Yes, um, congrats. I, I honestly don't know how, but yeah. um, I'm. Um, you can find me on Esquire and then um, pick up a print magazine as well because they've decided that 
it should live in infamy. So wow, I love it. Great. great. Uh, before we get going, we do have a patron of the week. Every every episode, we just Your patron. Uh, go, patron. That's right. We go through these patrons. Yeah. And everybody wants them. Everybody needs them. And uh, <laughs> Panda does some research. He dives in yeah. to these patrons' lives, and mm-hmm. the stories are beautiful. They're riveting. They are. Um, sometimes scary. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, but we don't hold back. And Panda, no. you've you've been known to uh, tell these stories in such beautiful detail. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah. Dan, who do we have today? Buddy? Yeah, it's a double barrel Aaron situation. It's oh, yeah. Aaron Nelson and Aaron Shea. Mm, yeah. Aaron Nelson, Aaron Shea. Yeah, the Aarons uh, started working together several years ago, uh, and they started a company. Uh, a lot of these people that we have a lot of entrepreneurs that yeah, join a ton us. Ton entrepreneurs. Yeah, they, yeah. They, game respect game. Yeah, as they. Game Game recognized game, game, as they say. They and do. So, uh, you know, we're entrepreneurs, and they they join us. They join so us. Yeah. This one's a really good one. Yeah, they uh, they started a company called uh, Fuzzy Wuzzy Beards. Fuzzy Wuzzy Beards. And Fuzzy Wuzzy these Beards. These are both women. Uh, uh, yeah. Who. We're creating some beard products. Pro- yeah. Well, no, actually, what's interesting is they just make beards. What like do you beard mean? Wigs? What do you mean when you say it? Well, so like exactly what you would think. They create beards for people. From what kind of hair? Uh, mainly a uh, tiger hair, tiger okay. hair, tiger hair. So there's some tiger poaching. We're killing endangered. No, they, they shave them down. They shave tigers. <laughs> they shave tigers and down so, like and then they knit beard? them together. They knit them together. I don't think you understand how, what knitting is. No, they, I do. <laughs> uh, it's, it's state of the art, what it's they're doing. State of the art knitting. So right. which of the errands goes over to, uh, the tiger? No, they have a farm. They have a, a tiger, a tiger farm, farm. Fuzzy Wuzzy. here in the states. You're right, you're right. Yeah, fuzzy wuzzy beard. It's a farms. Lo- yeah, fuzzy wuzzy beard farms. Uh, it's just tigers, like shelters. They have like it's like a, a chicken. So they coop. go to the like the zoos and they shave the tigers. I don't know. I don't know what you you. They have a farm. They have a farm. With tiger, tiger farm. Yes. Tiger farms, and they're there, and they go on in, and it's like a coop. They go on in, and every day they're uh, keeping tigers like in coops. Yeah. Yes, but they're spacious. They're spacious coops. They're spacious coops. And then an they get them together. Someone we know that wears a fuzzy wuzzy beard. Well, guys, I didn't want to bring it up, but uh, this uh, right here, all <laughs> natural. That is tiger. Tiger. And it, it looks like it's just brown hair. And right. tigers, like, do they dye it? They do. They have an all natural. They use all, all natural dyes. <laughs> you should dye it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, from I, silkworm. Why in the dye. world? I just. <laughs> Why in the world are they using tiger hair if they don't want the orange and black stripes? Uh, some people want a little bit of everything, right? So you, what you so wanted some was people a, a want tiger a beard, but wanted it to look normal. Well, I mean, you don't want to go out and look weird about I it. Imagine, this whole thing is weird. I imagine I this so. is expensive. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pricey. Your beard, uh, what's it run? How much did your, did your well, this, beard this one, that does not look anything dye. like a tiger? With or without dye. That, your your beard. beard. The one on your face. Right. Uh, if if you want the if you want the panda, uh, it's gonna it's gonna run you at least a couple grand. A couple grand. So two grand. Two oh, grand. at least at least at grand. least two grand. So you're saying if your face Feels is like bigger, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're if Justin you're a bigger has boy. been listening with just a lot of interest here, a lot of interest. <laughs> well, Justin, ironically, I didn't want to mention it. Justin too is wearing one. Wow, this yeah. one bleached, bleached, bleached tiger beard. <laughs> How much did you spend on yours? Twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow it looks fuller than Panda's does. And I don't. 
I don't know what's going on here. Aaron and Aaron. You know you've arrived when you have New York City scalpers selling them That's on right. the streets. That's so right. I appreciate <laughs> that. That's good. Yeah. I like it. Thanks, Aaron and Aaron, for contributing. And thanks, Panda, for the Fuzzy Wuzzy Beard and Company. And just let the tigers run, please. Stop let them run shaving free. tigers. Yeah. I've tried to get them to do a, a free roam tiger. No, the bit. reason they did that is because we have another patron that started a company called Bald Tiger. And they actually adopt out bald tigers. <laughs> yeah. And Panda knows that. And he's yeah. going to get to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Justin, thanks for sticking around <laughs> for that. Uh, for that, um, thank you for being our friend, and thank you for being here and joining us. And from us and Dolly to you, to you, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast presented by Friendly TV. Produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in beautiful Greenville, South Carolina at the flagship property studios on East Coffee Street. For more information, go to deckthehallmark.com.